You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 203 with Amy Parker. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Amy back on the show today. I wanted to have Amy on just because, you know, I feel like everything has just been so hard lately. Um, especially if you have school age children, I am speaking to you, um, you know, just with everything with school starting, if it's remote, online, homeschooling, in-person, hybrid, everything. Um, and then, you know, those of you that have really small kids, if preschool hasn't started yet, and you're just kind of like drowning, I just wanted to have like a lighthearted conversation, something fun. Um, so Amy is the author of the Night Night series. So kids books, they're so awesome. Um, I'll put them in the show notes so that you can check them out. Um, but we just talk about um, her new books that she wrote, um, why she wrote them. And um, also something new that she's doing um, in her life. Uh, during 2020, she has started law school and just kind of you know, talking about um, doing something different in your life, even at, even after being 40. And I just wanted to inspire you guys and um, let you know that this is a really hard time, but um, don't give up on your dreams and your goals, uh, whatever they may be. I know it may feel like you're kind of, you know, treading through mud right now, um, but we will all get through this and there will be light at the end of the tunnel. And so I hope that this episode brings you a little bit of light today. And um, I don't know, just kind of lightens up your day. And um, I hope you just enjoy the interview. I purposely picked something that would just be lighthearted and something easy to kind of balance out all the hardness that is going on around us right now. And um, I know that it, it's a struggle. Uh, no matter what is going on in your life, um, it looks different um, for a lot of people and also looks similar too. So just know that you're not alone. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, welcome back to my favorite things segment. Today, I'm keeping it simple and I'm going to keep with the theme that we are talking about, which is kids' books. So um, I just wanted to talk about Amy's books and um, you can find all of this in the show notes. And um, she writes the Night Night series and I think these are great gift idea. So even if you own them, I think they're perfect to like for birthdays, especially um, first birthdays or baby gifts. And um, there's one book that I haven't uh, read yet, but we talk about this in the interview and it's the big book of Bible questions. And I feel like this is a great book for older kids. And um, so I can't wait to get my hands on it for my girls. Um, the illustrations look amazing. So I would highly recommend um, checking out these books and getting them for your kiddos, giving them as gifts, perfect for Christmas, perfect for Easter if you're trying to hold on to something uh, for later, or even Valentine's if you like to give books away. Um, so again, I'm going to have this all in my show notes. And if you subscribe to the Mom Inspired Show, you will find all of this in the show notes. You don't have to, I mean, you'll get this all in your email because it will be in the show notes because you get um, my newest episode every Tuesday. Um, so you don't have to go searching for any of this. If you haven't subscribed, make sure to do that today. You go to mominspiredshow.com, just enter your name and email. And um, that way you will have all my favorite things at your fingertips. You don't have to go searching for it ever again. Um, so it makes it super easy. So make sure to do that if you haven't already. All right, you guys, let's get to the show. Hey, Amy, thanks so much for coming back on the show today. Amber, thanks so much for having me. So if you remember, I do like to ask an icebreaker question on travel since I'm a travel agent. Um, but since you've been on before, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to ask you, where do you really want to go 
and travel to once we kind of start traveling again? Well, my next, I guess, sort of bucket list place mm-hmm. would be Israel. I, mm-hmm. That was next on my list. I have a friend who had a trip planned. I don't even know if that's still happening anymore that he was going to lead um, because he's kind of a genius in the whole biblical history and archaeology um you know, yeah, and so he, that world. Mm-hmm. yeah, in that world. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably Your my next, next bucket list place, yeah. but yeah, I've got other things going on that might prevent that from happening. And that's, that's a big trip to plan for yes. and take. So yeah. we'll see, but, but that's the first one that pops to mind. Yeah, that is exciting. I've never done that trip and, and I definitely would like to do that. So it will be interesting just as, you know, time unfolds, like how international travel starts to look, you know, going back to those places, Europe and all that kind of stuff. Right Right now, it just seems like a far distance right now. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately. So, um, okay. So I love that answer and, um, I hope you get to go one day. I really do. And, um, yeah. So for those that missed your first episode, um, on the show, how about you share with us your name, where you live, how many kids you have and their ages? Okay, so I'm Amy Parker. I live in Murfreesboro. I have two boys, one who's technically an adult. Um, actually, he's very much technically an adult. He's 26 now. Oh, he and is an adult. <laughs> he is very much so. Yeah. Um, and then a 16-year-old at home, distance learning. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that about sums yeah. it up. <laughs> Let's take a moment of silence for that. Oh, gosh, that was funny. Um, Yeah. And so for people who don't know where Murfreesboro is, that's in Tennessee. So just want to let everybody know that. Yeah. And um, Middle Tennessee, south of Nashville. Yeah, not far from me. Yeah. Okay. So how about you share with us um, a little bit more about yourself in regards to how you got to where you are today? So it kind of catches the listeners up to speed if they didn't get a chance to hear you the first time around. So I have been writing now for, um, I guess, almost 20 years, more like maybe probably 15 of doing my own books. But it started um, with an internship. Um, I was studying, I was an English major at MTSU here in Murfreesboro. And I did an internship with Tommy Nelson, fell in complete love with the whole publishing industry. Um, Fast forward a few years, I had done some editing and writing for them. I was a um, contract editor for them. I did freelance for them after a job as an editor, but that's another story. Um, but um, I worked from home as an editor, and then I I was getting my son to sleep one night, the three-year-old, the now 16-year-old. I was getting him to sleep one night, um, and it was just not working. I was not getting him to sleep, actually. And I'd sung all the songs, we'd read all the books, and he was still just wiggling in the bed. Did I mention he's a redhead? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you did. Maybe on the first one you did. (laughs) (laughs) All of those stereotypes. Um, Yeah. So I looked out the window and I said, shh, the trees are sleeping. And he's always been sort of an empath. And so he got a little bit quieter and looked out the window. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's working. And (laughs) And I said, shh, the birds are sleeping. And a few rounds of that, it, he he went to sleep and I went to sleep too. And I woke up. It was one of those lightning bolt moments. I woke up in the middle of the night with just this verse ringing in my head. And um, 
fast forward a little bit, I took that to work and they said, we're looking for a, a bedtime book. And I said, oh, I just wrote one. And they're kind of like, well, what? you're an editor. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you writing books? But I, you know, um, so anyway, I gave it to her and she said, yeah, let's do this. And that one became a night, night prayer. Mm. And apparently I wasn't the only person having issues getting my child to sleep at night. <laughs> so it became um, a fairly popular series. So now awesome. we've said, yeah, we've said night, night to um, night, night zoo, night, night jungle, night, night farm, night, night train. So um, it we've been doing those for, for over a decade now. Yeah, that is so awesome. So I wanted to have you on the show to kind of talk about um, some of your new books that um, are, have they come out or are they coming out? So Night Night Pumpkin, mm -hmm. um, which is the latest in the Night Night series, that one released in July, at the end of July, which is kind of a weird time to release a pumpkin mm -hmm. book, but oh, it's yeah. got to get out there and get on yeah, the shelves of course. so that you can buy it in time for, for the fall. fall. Yeah. Yes. So that one released in July. And then How to Get a Mommy to Sleep, How to Get a Daddy to Sleep. Those are super fun. And those are picture books, unlike the Night Night, which um, those are board books. Those release... Um, September 1st. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So let's just jump back to um, Night Night Pumpkin um, and kind of just share with us um, why you wrote it. Is it mainly because you love fall so much or what What came to mind when you wanted to do this book? So we, we had decided to do um, a series of seasonal Night Night. So mm -hmm. Night Night um, Angel, Night Night Pumpkin, Night Night Valentine, Night Night Bunny. So Night Night Bunny released uh, this past spring. Oh, yeah. And then Night Night Pumpkin, I thought, okay, what do we, what do we love? That's, and that's exactly how I wrote it. I, I thought, what do I love most about the fall? What do you mm. envision when you, when you think of the fall? And so I've got um, apples. And of course, pumpkin is, is referring to the, the little puppy child on the cover and he's dressed as a pumpkin oh, and he's dressed okay. as a pumpkin throughout the, the entire book. So pumpkin actually um, refers to the child. So when you say night, night pumpkin, you're, you're actually Sing talking to, to your child. child. Yeah. Yes. So like all of the night, night books, um, we take you to this setting, to this false setting, um, unlike all of the night, night books, but like all of the night, night books, <laughs> um, we walk through the sort of the steps, the the bedtime routine. So it helps your child to establish a bedtime routine, although they don't know that's what we're doing. Per right, but correct, it, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it sort of just walks through a, a nighttime routine. So, um, but with pumpkin, we talk about, we walk through all of the things we love about fall. The leaves, um, pumpkins, baking pu pumpkin pie with your mom. Uh, there's a corn maze. There are apples. Um, just... Um, Riding, there's a, like a hayride in it, so it's mm. just very fall. And at the end, yeah. they're they're roasting marshmallows, and so like it's that. just yes. And there's you know the cover um, on these seasonal books, the cover has like a glittery moon on it, and oh, um, that sounds cool. And, yeah, so it's really yeah. cute. Yeah, I love it. I just kept thinking how many people love pumpkin lattes, but you wouldn't put yes. that in a kid's book. <laughs> you probably would put that in there just to be like, and mommy needs a pumpkin spice latte right now while I'm talking exactly. to you. <laughs> I thought about that more than once when, when writing this book and reviewing it. Yeah, It would not be weird to see a mother holding a cup, a coffee cup. <laughs> You know, there pumpkin. is a mom in here, but I think she's holding a pumpkin. Oh, no, she's holding flowers. Okay. So yeah. we could just superimpose a little <laughs> the pumpkin uh, coffee spice cup latte. on there. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so funny. Um, okay, so let's move to the mommy-daddy one. Tell us how you came up with that and what the um, the exact titles are again. 
So it's how to get a mommy to sleep and how to get a daddy to sleep. And so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. How did you come up with this one? So we've been saying night, night to our kids for over a decade now, like I said, and I thought, how fun would it be to sort of flip that on its end and let the kids tell us how to get their parents to sleep? And so um, the back cover copy is even, you know, it reads like a how-to book. With the tips in this book, you'll have mommy ready for bed before you know it. Be sure to wake her up nice and early. (laughs) Stay right by her side all day long. Surprise her with something really special, which is actually a frog. And read all her favorite books before bed. So it's it's just sort of this um, tongue-in-cheek how-to book on how kids wear us out every day. (laughs) I love that. That's like a great book for... you know, even people who are just having newborns, right? Like for a shower gift, yes. kind of like a funny thing. Like this is what's coming down the pipeline type thing. Yeah. What to expect? What to really what expect? What to really expect <laughs> when you have young children. Um, yeah. I love it. Um, okay. And so there's another book that I think you co-authored with possibly. Um, it's called The Big Book. Is it Bible Questions? The Big Book of Bible Questions. Oh, Bible questions. Yes. Yeah. We call it the we call it the BBQ. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this looked really interesting and um, more for older kids. So I wanted to kind of highlight this a little bit since the other one is geared towards the younger ones. So share with us um, how this came about and um, what who would buy this book? Like, what would they be looking for? So it came about, my, my agent actually came to me and said, let's write um, sort of, you know, just like a big book of factoids mm-hmm. Um that has to do with the Bible. And I said, <laughs> there is no way <laughs> yeah. I can write that book. The amount of research it would take, yeah. they, they, they could not pay me enough money, honestly, <laughs> for the amount of research and time it would, I would be working on it, you know, forever. forever. Yeah. And um, I said, it just doesn't make sense for me to write that book. I don't have the expertise. And so I just told him, you know, no, I, I can't do that. And then I had an epiphany. I'm like, oh, Doug Powell. Um, he's a guy that I had oddly worked with, you know, my first job out of college in a totally unrelated field. And then um, I met him again when he was doing some of the theological reviews for my other books at, at B&H Kids. And I said, if I can work with Doug Powell on this book, he can share all of his genius Bible knowledge. I can make it to where human beings can read it, Yeah, <laughs> particularly kids. And then we can, you know, um, do this big book of Bible questions for kids. And then the design team stepped in and I, I, I guess you saw the cover. Yeah, the it whole, looks really cool. It's just so engaging and yes. so rich. The illustrations are this mixed media of sort of, um, I wouldn't call them line drawings. I'm not, but they're just black and white sort of yeah. sketchy looking drawings, but also with, with actual, um, you know, photos of archaeology and things like that mixed in. It's so interesting. Um, there's something new on every page. Yeah, it looked really um, exciting just from the, um, you know, the perspective of a kid wanting to open it up. And, uh, you know, I think it would be a great Christmas present to put in a stocking or even, you know, thinking Easter if you wanted, you know, to do something like that. Um, you know, if you're trying to tie it um, with holidays around Jesus and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I just, it just looked exciting and I just feel like there are so many questions that we can't answer. And so, um, if there's a book to kind of help us navigate, um, it, it just seemed like a fun 
uh, cover. So it caught my attention. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, I'm glad it caught your yeah, attention. Yeah. Um, so and, they did it well. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> having any questions about, I mean, I, we, we posted a thing on um, social media saying, what are your big Bible questions? Mm. And we had some tough ones. Why do kids get cancer and things like oh, that? Oh yeah. And I found that we had, we had sort of, I mean, not directly cancer, of course, but we of had course. sort of already answered things like that in this book. Mm. So it's, it's, it answered a lot of my questions just working nice. on it. Yeah. Him. So I, yeah. I think really anybody who is um, a child starting to read his or her Bible mm-hmm. or even adults having a hard time answering some of those big questions, I, I think it's perfect. Yeah, that it does, that sounds really great. And yeah, it just seems like a good book. So I'll put all this in the show notes too. So you guys can see what I'm talking about and you can check it out. Um, is that book already out, Amy, or not yes, yet? Oh, it, it released, is. Okay. Yes, it released in March. Okay, perfect. So, okay, mm-hmm. so... All right. So we talked about your life over here. Nobody can see my hand gestures that I'm like, you're in this book world, writing books. And, Mm -hmm. um, but you decided this year out of all years, you know, 2020 to decide to take a big leap and kind of, you know, pivot a little bit. How about you share with everybody, um, what else you're up to? Well, in my defense, Your Honor, I did not know what 2020 was going to hold in store when I made this decision. Um, but no, I, I, so in August, um, started law school. I'd always known I wanted to go back to school. Um, I felt the emptiness syndrome looming. I have mm. a 16 year old mm-hmm. and, um, I just felt suddenly that this, clarity, you know, this is the, this is, this is when I should start working on this. And then just little, um, little things along the pathway. Like I took my son to MTSU. There's a, there's a large university in our town and I took him and his friend there to eat lunch one day. They got out of school early, but it was a holiday. So the only thing open was this building called the KUC. Well, Mm. I walk in the first floor of the building and there's this big yellow flyer that says, take the LSAT. And I'm like, okay, because so, this is something that already struck me. And um, so anyway, I'm like, okay, I'll just pick up the flyer. What's it going to hurt? <laughs> well, fast forward, I am now knee deep in reading every day and every night. But um, but yeah, so just little little crumbs along the path just just really confirmed for me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this up because uh, you and I talked about this before we started the recording is that I think so many women, especially as they get closer to 40, um, they kind of just wonder, you know, is this what they want to keep doing if they're doing a job already? Do they want to pivot and change? Do they want to, um, maybe they stopped working to be home with the kids and they want to do something different than they were doing before. Um, and they just might feel like they're too old and, you know, we're not too old. And I just want to encourage you know, women to really think about what do you really want to do with your life? And um, especially when you start getting those little signs that you're talking about, Amy, and not to push those aside, not to kind of, you know, dismiss them, right? Like, oh, that's just, you know, nothing or whatever, that there's probably reasons why those things keep popping up and to pay attention to that. And um, so I wanted to to share that with us um, to just kind of inspire other moms that, you don't have to, you know, stop doing things in your life or doing scary things in your life, you know, after you hit 40 and stuff like that. So um, what is your hope um, to 
What, what did, I guess, what is your hope with all of this? Did you law school? I mean, law school is intense. It's a lot. Like you're saying, it's a lot of reading. This is not like an easy, like, oh, I'm just going to do this for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> what, what, do we, what do you hope to use your law degree for um, when you come out of this? Well, that's the thing, too. Um, I'm, I, you know, it's just like anything. When I started my English degree, I thought I was going to be an English teacher. And then I thought, oh, dream job, I'm going to be an editor. And every time I set my sights, you know, um, man makes his plans, but the Lord, oh, wait, I'm going to totally butcher that. Um, laughs. But the, the yes, Lord laughs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I screw those up too, I'm, so don't worry. Yes. Well, and I'm confusing two different verses, but, um, but <laughs> I anyway. think we get the idea. Man makes, t- yes. man plans and God laughs. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he's laughed. He's, I've just been a continual source of laughter for him. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, my plan, uh, all of that is a disclaimer that my plan right now is to work somehow in child advocacy or um, in adoption law, I mm. know there are, you know, prohibitive expenses related so to adoption, mm-hmm. and I would like to help relieve those somehow. Um, and then I've also looked at elder law. Um, mm, yeah. And um, entertainment law, I do know how to read a publishing contract. So um, that is cool. So yeah, that may be something else that um, but my husband keeps asking, what is it going to look like? What is, you know, when, when, <laughs> right. we, and, cause he's the planner. Thank, yes. thank God I yeah. have a planner in this house. Uh-huh. It's I'm a planner me. too. That's why I'm asking you, I, <laughs> yes. I need to know. <laughs> and so, and yeah, he, he, he wants to know too, what are we, what are we making what this are we investment doing? for? Why are we what on this ride? <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, that is the plan that I'm saying that I have, but I, I honestly don't know what. But that's it could totally change. Yeah, it could yeah. totally change. Yeah. No, I like and I love those ideas. I think those are really great to just have in your mind, holding loosely, and obviously you feel enough conviction to do it. Like so, you know, I feel like that's enough. Sometimes you do have to go into things with full faith because you don't always see, and that is a struggle for me because I am a planner. You know, you do want to see the whole forest and. Right. You don't. And so I'm always like, wait, but I'd like to see, can you shine the light on the whole yeah. forest? I'd like to see all the way through the end before I decide this. So I give it to you that you're willing to do it without really knowing a definitive like end point. And um, I, I think that's, that's great. And so how long is law school? Like, so how much of, the, of your life are you going to be putting towards this? <laughs> it's, well, it's typically, if I were to go to a regular program, that's mm-hmm. um, a daytime full-time student program, it's Three years, but I'm taking a program that allows me to go at night so that I can continue doing what I love because yeah. I do love what I do. It's not that I'm not yeah. content, but I did feel like I was getting a little comfortable. Um, and we don't grow when we're comfortable. Right. So, yeah. um, so it'll be four years okay. um, because I'm taking sort of a slower yeah. program. I think Although that's it great. does not feel You'll like slow. it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whoa, what does the fast train feel like? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And so, it's 12 yeah. hours. So it's how many? Tw- oh, my current semester is 12, 12 hours. So wow. Yes. 12 yeah. credit hours. So and that that's feels the slow like path. a full load. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. That's funny. Okay, Amy. So we're at the end of the show. Um, do you have any advice right now for parents? You know, they're just feeling like they're way over their head with schooling, you know, during a pandemic and they just kind of feel like they're drowning. Um, you know, do you have any thoughts that you could leave with us that might give some encouragement to those moms out there? 
Well, I think we're all there in, in one way or another. I don't have littles at home, so I, I can't imagine what that's like. I have nieces and nephews who are all distance learning and my sister-in-law is like, oh, there, you know, um, technology issues and then, you know, trying Uh to, yes. So I I feel like we're all there. And I think um, the universal code here is going to just be grace and Mm. just trying to give each other grace and understanding that we're all learning this as we go. You know, the teachers, oh my goodness, who are creating curriculums and then recreating and recreating plans and cleaning their classrooms like crazy people. And, um, just, you know, for the ones who are in school. So I just feel like we need boatloads of grace right now. And we need to understand that, that everybody is, is going through this together. Yeah, that is great. And I agree. I just feel like, um, everybody has their own thing that they're having to deal with. And so it may not look exactly like yours, but, um, they're having to deal with something that's not their, you know, considered normal life right. and whatnot. So um, that's good advice. All right. Well, Amy, I appreciate you coming back on the show. As always, I love just talking to you. We could just talk for a long time. <laughs> and um, it's just great having you on. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email, and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.